This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, Welcome again to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and tonight we'll be talking about the Miracle on 33rd Street. That's uh, the title of the 1975 Baltimore Colts highlight film, and it's also my title here, for this is a story about remembering the 75 Baltimore Colts. Now, the 74 Baltimore Colts were a typical losing team. They suffered from poor coaching, an inordinate number of mistakes, and an incredibly high amount of just plain bad luck. They finished the 74 season with a dismal record of two wins and 12 losses. Now fast forward to the end of the 75 season, and the same team records a 10-4 mark in the championship of the AFC Eastern Division. How did they do it? What was the secret to their success? Well, for one thing, the 75 Baltimore Colts hired the right guy to be their head coach. Ted Marchabroda was a longtime assistant coach for the Washington Redskins. He learned the tricks of the trade from none other than George Allen, and he employed what he had learned right from the get-go in Baltimore. Marchabroda had some talented players who were already on his roster. He already had quarterback Burt Jones, and he already had tailback Lydell Mitchell. What the team really lacked was the unity, the purpose, the drive, and the determination to excel. They also needed a head coach who had a plan to make the best use of his talents that they possessed. Now they had that Ted, that head coach in Ted Marchabroda, and the sky was the limit. Well, not exactly. At least not in the first month of the season. The 1975 Baltimore Colts began that year by continuing what they did most often in the previous year, losing football games. They managed to win their opener at the lowly Chicago Bears, but then they went on a four-game losing streak, which most people felt would effectively ruin any chance that they had for the playoffs. The Colts lost to the Oakland Raiders, the Los Angeles Rams, the Buffalo Bills, and the New England Patriots. Things indeed looked bleak, but at least one man felt that Baltimore would soon turn things around. The great Buffalo running back O.J. Simpson commented after his team survived a scare against the Colts by a score of 38-31. We knew that they were improved, said Simpson. We knew that they were always tough on us. They definitely are a tough football team. All they have to do is win a few and they'll be gone. Simpson was completely correct. After Baltimore's fourth straight loss, a 21-10 defeat at New England, the Colts would not lose another game until the playoffs. The winning streak began in earnest when they managed to outscore the host New York Jets 45-28 in a game that resembled more of a track meet than a football game. The Colts then came home to that venerable Memorial Stadium and earned their second straight victory of 75 when they upended the Cleveland Browns 21-7. They now had a record of three wins and four losses, and an increasing number of fans started to take notice uh, in the old line state, which is Maryland's nickname. Well, the wins kept mounting up for the Colts throughout the rest of the season. It did not matter if they were favored to win or not. Nor did it matter if they found themselves behind in those games in the second half or even in the fourth quarter of those games. Baltimore was going to find a way to win. After their victory over Cleveland, they went to Buffalo and came from behind to beat the Bills in their rematch 42-35. to 
The Colts then romped over the New York Jets at home 52-19. Perhaps Baltimore's most impressive win occurred in the Orange Bowl, where they spanked the perennial playoff team, the Dolphins, by a score of 33-17. The Colts returned home the Sunday after Thanksgiving to beat the Kansas City Chiefs 28-14. The stretch drive was now upon March of Broda's men. They knew that if they won all three of their final games, they would finish the year with an outstanding 10-4 record. They would also win the AFC Eastern Division Championship. Considering where they had been at this point the season before, they had accomplished an incredible feat. Going from 2-12 to 10-4 in the span of just season was and is remarkable. Baltimore's 12th game of that year was at Shea Stadium to take on the New York Giants. The Colts performed in workmanlike fashion and defeated them by a score 21-0. Colts' 13th game of the year was at home against Miami in a fog-shrouded game. Nearby Chesapeake Bay had caused the foggy conditions, but the Colts' defense had caused the Dolphins to score only one touchdown all game long. A gut-check touchdown by Lydell Mitchell in the fourth quarter sent the game into overtime, where place kicker Tony Linhart kicked Baltimore to a set 10-7 triumph. The Colts' final game of the regular season was again at Memorial Stadium against the New England Patriots. Baltimore had won comfortably by a score of 34-21, and that victory sent them into the 1975 AFC playoffs as the AFC Eastern Division champs. It was indeed a Cinderella type of the season, but it did not have an ultimate happy ending. Baltimore traveled to Three Rivers Stadium in Pittsburgh to take on the defending world champion Steelers in the first round of the AFC playoffs in 75, uh, Colts quarterback Burt Jones injured, injured his soul, shoulder on a freak accident by uh, Steelers defensive back JT Thomas early in the first quarter. Without Jones, Baltimore languished and eventually lost 28-10. But that loss did not truly define the 75 Baltimore Colts. They had turned around 180 degrees in the span of one season on 33rd Street the street where Memorial Stadium was located in Baltimore. It was indeed a season unlike any other in Baltimore sports history and one which definitely brings a smile to the faces of every true Colts fan to this very day. Well, that's that's it for the story, but I have another trivia question for you guys, a pro football in the 1970s trivia question. Who was the quarterback who replaced Burke Jones after Jones suffered his injury in the playoff game at Pittsburgh? Our host, uh, we, Arnie, will uh, let you know the answer to that. Um, I'm going to let you know the answer to the previous show's trivia question, and that answer is Dallas Cowboys punter Dwayne Carroll. So, again, thanks for listening in. Take care and enjoy the rest of the pro football season. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.